0: Thank you for joining me. This week we're going to talk about a quick process for doing a reset when things have gotten out of control. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com/387. This episode is brought to you by the University of California at Irvine Division of Continuing Education. One great use of your time is improving your knowledge and skills through continuing education. According to data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, continuing education correlates very strongly to higher income. It also can open doors to networking opportunities, better job opportunities, and career progression. And that's why I've been so pleased to partner with and recommend the University of California at Irvine Division of Continuing Education as a resource for you. UCIDCE has been serving the lifelong learning and skills development needs of the local, regional, and global community for over 50 years. UCIDCE offers more than 80 career-focused programs in technology, education, business, leadership, engineering, health sciences, law, finance, and more. Some programs can prepare individuals to sit for industry certifications, such as the paralegal certification program they offer, or provide continuing education credit toward re-certification. Courses are offered on a quarterly basis and no formal application is required to enroll. Enrollment is open to everyone. You'll learn from instructors who are practicing professionals with extensive relevant industry experience and gain practical skills that can be applied immediately on the job. To learn more about how UCI-DCE can help you with your career-related goals, visit ce.uci.edu slash learn now. That's ce.uci.edu slash learn now, all one word there, to learn more today. All right, let's get into our topic this week. You know, I've been thinking about this just in my own life. Even those people who are generally very organized and very productive in the traditional sense, who have systems and routines in place that help us get things done that we care about, even those people sometimes experience seasons of disorder and disarray where things you just feel like you're not staying on top of things. And it's not, I don't think it's that the systems and routines fail us necessarily, but that something happens that just gets in the way of us following our routines or using our systems that we're used to. And if it goes on for very long, things can get out of control And it happens to most, if not all of us, at least occasionally. But especially for those of us who care about being organized and productive, it can leave us feeling anxious and stressed, or even add to the anxiety and the stress of whatever situation got us to this place in the first place. And that, I think, is no way to live. And so I've been thinking about that just because of my own experience with a lot of things that have happened even just this year uh, and thinking about what we can do to help reduce the anxiety and the stress and how we can do a reset, I guess, to get things back on track. I don't think it has to take a lot of time or energy, but it can certainly have a big impact. And so I wanted to share the process that I try to follow when I find myself in that situation of feeling kind of anxious and stressed and and like things have just gotten completely out of hand and I'm losing track of things that need to be done and all of that sort of thing. So first of all, why might a reset be needed? Why? Wh- wh- how do we get to this place where things have gotten out of control, out of hand, and and we feel like things are are not the way they're supposed to be. Well, lots of things can happen in life that put us in that position. And I just started brainstorming, what are the kinds of things that get us there? And the things I came up with, some of these I've experienced are, uh, you know, an illness, whether it's yours or someone else's. A lot of people have gone, you know, in the last couple of years, hopefully things are starting to get better here, but A lot of people have experienced either personally or someone in their family being ill with COVID, or maybe it's, you know, someone is, uh, has cancer, whether it's you or someone else that you care about and, and are helping care for that can throw things kind of out of whack and get us away from the systems and routines that have kept things organized for us in the past. If we're dealing with depression or just stress of life, those can undermine our motivation and our energy uh, that, that helps us normally get things done. Uh, maybe travel, even something fun like a vacation can kind of throw things out of whack. Uh, or moving, you know, moving house, whether it's across the country or down the street, it still disrupts our routines and and can cause some level of chaos. Even if you have the resources to have somebody else do all the work for you. I'm thinking of a a friend and colleague of mine who recently moved house uh, during a very busy work season. And she, you know, was fortunate and blessed to have the resources to hire a company to pack her up and move uh, here. It was within town um, and unpack everything and get things kind of set up. But it's still, there's disruption and stress that comes from that. Uh, an extremely busy work season, which is something I've been in for the last few weeks. A difficult life event can interfere with our routines and the systems that help keep us organized. Uh, I know friends who are going through a divorce and and the stress that comes with that or a death in the family. Even positive life events can do the same. A new baby, a graduation, yours or a child's that you're helping to celebrate the holidays can get us in that situation or having out of town guests, whether it's for just a day or two or for a longer period of time, things like that, whether large or big in the grand scheme of things can result in us feeling like, wait a minute, what happened here and how did things get so out of control? And so we get in this situation and feel like, we're just overwhelmed and stressed. And, and whether it's the house or our office or whatever, life in general is out of hand, out of control. And what that looks like may be different for each of us, depending on the stage of life we're in. And so when I'm thinking of um, things being out of control, I think it can be work-life, home-life or whatever, but just thinking in terms of home-life Maybe out of control or out of hand for you looks like the house is just a mess, whether it's actually dirty, you know, like dusty surfaces, sticky floors, scummy bathrooms, or just uh, cluttered, you know, piles of things on counters, laundry piled up, the fridge needs to be cleaned and restocked, any of those sorts of things. That might be where you are at this point in life uh, where things have gotten out of control and we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed by it. Or maybe the house looks great at a visible level, but behind closed doors, some or all of the cupboards or closets or drawers are cluttered and disorganized because maybe just to keep the rest of the house livable and try to kind of keep things going, even during a difficult or busy season, you've just sort of shoved things into drawers or or, or closets or whatever. Uh, maybe out of hand or out of control is just that your usual routines are disrupted, and so there are tasks that are left undone that are weighing on your mind. For me, I think, and I'm, I think I mentioned this in another re- recent episode of, of as a problem area for me. I am way behind on e- replying to emails, and uh, some of that is because of a series of the things I talked about just a minute ago, where uh, life is kind of you know, things pile up and because of of disruptions, you know, I was, I had surgery in December, I was ill in January, I took a trip in February, and I've had an extremely busy work season with my legal practice and all those things pile up to a point where you start to feel like, okay, something's got to give, right? For me, email uh, has kind of, that's been the thing that has Uh, gotten out of hand for me. It's one of the things. And so, you know, that's a situation where the usual routines of when I process emails and reply to emails have been disrupted because of all these various life events and I need to do a reset. That's one area, one example uh, of how things might be out of hand and need a reset. Or maybe um, your environment, your home, your office space, whatever, whatever looks fine and it's not terribly, you know, dirty or cluttered, but you're just feeling off balance and stressed, um, like you've lost control of the things that need to be getting done. And, you know, where you go to bed at night and you lie there and think, what did I forget today? What did I miss that I should have done? Um, What's, you know, what's coming that I'm not prepared for? So when I'm talking about life being out of control or or out of hand, as I sometimes refer to it, those are the kinds of things I'm talking about. And it's there's a whole spectrum of it uh, of things that might be symptoms or the the effects of that. In any event, for whatever the reason and however it's manifesting in our life, the way we can deal with it and get rid of that sort of nagging sense of, what have I not done? Or I know what I haven't done and I don't know when I'm going to get it done. And I'm feeling like I'm failing at life. The, the point we've reached is we've got to do something right. And I, for me, what that calls for is a reset to try to reestablish some sense of, of normalcy and control. And so I have a pretty simple process that I follow. I've, probably talked about it on the podcast before, and, but I thought it was worth revisiting and, and sharing the process that I use and some ways that maybe you can uh, put it into practice in your own life if and when you are ever at that point of feeling like I, something's got to give, I gotta got to reestablish something here. And so there are some basic steps to doing this process. And the first one is to give yourself some grace. The the fact that things have gotten out of control, whatever the reason, good, bad, or indifferent, is not a reflection on your character or your value as a person. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. We all go through this at various times. And I, I say this to you as I've had to say it to myself recently, as I look around and I think, how did I get here? What's you know why does you know why does my kitchen look like that, that or why does my email inbox look like that? What's wrong with me? Why can't I get under control? You have to take a step back and give yourself a little bit of grace and realize that life happens, right? We these things happen and nobody does everything perfectly all the time. And maybe The reason that the email is backed up or your, you know, kitchen's a mess or whatever the situation might be in your life is because you've decided for that stage of time or that period of time, you've been prioritizing other things. You've been prioritizing the care of a sick loved one or the company who've come from out of town to spend time with you or celebrating your child's uh, pending graduation or preparing for your own wedding or Whatever any of these things have been happening, maybe you've prioritized other things than the things that haven't been getting done, right? And that's okay. You have a right to make that choice. And the fact that some things have gotten out of control and you feel the way maybe that you feel right now doesn't mean there's something wrong with you as a person. And I I hope you h- hear that. If you are in that place right now, I hope you can take a step back and extend some grace to yourself and realize this is life. This is where we live. It's messy. None of us lives on Pinterest. We, we all have to deal with whatever's happening in our lives and do the best we can. So give yourself some grace. The next step is to take a breath. And I mean that literally. Just for a minute, if you find yourself feeling stressed and tense and And, you know, anxious about whatever's not happening the way you think it should be happening. Just for a minute, stop. Breathe very deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth just for a minute. Uh, Relax your tense muscles. For me, when I'm tense, I I feel it. It it manifests itself in my shoulders and my neck. And I realize I'm working like a, a crazy person with my shoulders clear up to my ears And when I catch myself in that situation, what I do is stop, bring my shoulders back down and take some deep breaths in through my nose and out through my mouth and notice where I'm tense and try to relax those muscles. Let your body relax. Then do something else to relax. So you've taken a breath just for a minute in and out, relaxing as best you can then take a walk or, or a nap if you need one. Do some yoga or some meditation. Whatever helps you relax and sort of find your center, do that just for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a big, long, drawn-out process because, you know, often when we need a reset like this, we have lots of things coming at us and we may feel like, well, I can't take the afternoon off to just go for a walk in the woods. I'm not suggesting that you do. What I'm suggesting in that situation is give yourself some grace, pause for a moment to breathe, and then just for five minutes, go for a walk, do some stretches, do whatever it is that helps you kind of calm your your body and your mind down for a minute and kind of get back centered and, and calm in your mind, and then go on to the next step, which is to Grab a notebook or some pieces of paper and a pen, maybe a cup of tea if you like that, and sit down somewhere and do a thought download of everything that's on your mind. Every task that's undone, every decision you haven't made yet, every deadline that's impending, everything you can think of, whatever's been roiling around in your mind and making you anxious and feel guilty, get all of that onto paper. So that, you know, spend a minute or two or five, whatever it takes to get that off your head. And then when you start running out of things, just sitting there, then take your notebook and your pen and walk around the house or your office, wherever the situation is that you're feeling this, and notice other areas that need attention and write those down, add those to your list. So much of our stress in a situation like this uh, comes from this kind of unformed amorphous cloud of worry that that's h- hanging out in our head uh, all the about all the stuff that's going on the the what david allen talks about in the book getting things done is the open loops uncompleted things things that are hanging out our minds hang on to those sorts of things we hang on to the unfinished stuff much much longer than we hang on to the stuff that we've actually done So all this this stuff that's sort of hanging out, unidentified, but feeling huge and overwhelming as a mass, but putting it down on paper turns it into something more concrete, something that you can actually look at and evaluate and make a decision about. And often, not always, because sometimes we just have a lot of stuff going on, right? But often, once we get it down on paper, we realize, okay, it's not really as bad as I was feeling like it was when it was just sort of fluttering around in my head with with this big mass of stuff that I wasn't sure what it all was. So get it down on paper, you know, and walking around the house may remind you, oh, I remember I noticed this, this thing needs to be fixed or that area needs to be cleaned up or that, you know, whatever it is, add that to the list and keep that list or notebook handy over the days to come, and so that you can add things to it as you notice or remember them, but also so you can enjoy the satisfaction of crossing things off as they get done. I've—I I've sort of the examples I've given have been more related to at home, but I do this for my work life as well. Now, currently, I work from home. I—I I practice law from my home office, but for many years, I you know I traveled into town and and worked in an office in an office building. And I still did this when I was feeling this way. If, especially if I'm finishing up or in the midst of a crazy full work week and feeling stressed and anxious um, by this sense that uh, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm sure something is slipping through the cracks here. I'm forgetting to do something or I'm, I'm about to miss a deadline or maybe I already did. What have I forgotten? When I'm feeling that way about my work, I will do this very exercise, stop and breathe for a minute or two, get out a pad of paper and a pen and start listing everything that needs to be done. And there is significant relief even before you do any of the stuff, just from knowing that nothing's going to be forgotten. I don't have to use any more brain power to remember not to forget this thing I need to do for that client or this, uh, this thing that a colleague asked me to look at. Just knowing I'm not going to forget that. It's not going to drop through the cracks because it's right here on paper in front of me. I've captured it. So it can't disappear into the, you know, back corners of my mind somewhere and be forgotten until somebody comes in and yells at me for not having gotten it done. Right. So uh, you know, this may be if if work is um a s- situation where you get into this kind of condition sometimes. Doing this exercise there can make a huge difference. And I've, I've been known, even when I worked at, you know, downtown in an office building, when I was at that point where I was stressed and anxious and feeling overwhelmed and, you know, my shoulders up to my ears and everything to, to stop for a minute, walk out of my office. And even it was just to walk the loop of the, you know, on the, my office floor, go get a glass of water, take a few breaths and then come back to my desk a little bit more, more calm down and sit down and make this list so that I, it's no longer this sort of unseen, undefined sword hanging over my head. It's just a list of stuff I got to do. Not a big deal. Not nearly as big a deal as the the unseen ha- sword hanging over my head. So you do this, you get capture all this stuff. The next step is maybe to take a few minutes to walk away from the list and then come back to it, sit down and review it. And maybe with a highlighter in hand or, you know, maybe a red pen to draw a little star, but highlight anything on the list that is truly urgent, something time sensitive that needs immediate attention, whether it's by you or somebody else. So If you've got a a bill that's nearly going to be overdue that's got to be paid right now or an important registration or license to be renewed or groceries that need to be ordered so there'll be something for dinner tonight or a load of laundry that's got to be washed so everybody has clean underwear for tomorrow, whatever, whatever it is, just look at the list and be, you know, be honest with yourself. What's on here that actually has a time? component, a a true sense of immediacy that it's got to get some attention right now. Identify what that is, whatever it is, do that. Or if there's more than one, pick one of them and do it right now. It usually takes far less time than you fear it will. And your mind will feel that powerful, if tiny bit of relief in just having gotten one thing done off the list. Uh, now, on this uh, on this sort of step of the process, if there's more than one of those urgent time sensitive things on the list, and you're not the only adult uh, in the household, and for this purpose, I, by adult, I mean anybody old enough, say to have a driver's license, uh, you're not the only adult in the household or the only adult in your office, get the other adults on board to take one of those tasks off your hand. So for instance, thinking of the examples that I, that I mentioned a minute ago about the overdue bill, um, dinners, we need some groceries ordered or picked up and we've got to get a load of laundry washed. What, you know, what, so you've got those three things that maybe have to get done. Well, if you've got a teenager in the house, uh, that person can sort the clothes and run a load of laundry. So everybody's going to have underwear tomorrow. Uh, your husband can go online to pay the bill while you put in a quick, quick grocery order for delivery or pickup, depending on where you live and what's available to you. But the point is get other people involved. If it's at work and you've got other people on the team, sometimes you don't, sometimes it, it literally is your, you know, the buck stops with you and that's fine too. But, but, you know, think about this for a minute. If there's a work project that's under the gun to get some things, uh, completed. And there are other people on the team uh, then kick into gear and, and get with them and, and try to get them involved in knocking some of these things out. So that's the things that are on the list that have that, that, that time sensitive urgency that need immediate attention beyond those things. Then look at what else is on your list that could be handled quickly and help reestablish that sense of control that has, uh, you know, that the lack of which has been making you feel anxious. Sometimes what can be done is to make a decision you're not going to do something or that you, you know, when you're going to do it next week or something or to delegate it to somebody else. All of these are valid options. I'm not saying that everything on your list you must do yourself. We, We often think that. We often put that pressure on ourselves that, you know, I personally need to do all this stuff and it's got to all be done right now. I'm asking you, as I ask myself, as part of this reset process to get a little perspective and get real honest with yourself and say, does this actually have to get done right now or can it wait until next Tuesday when I've got a block of time available to pay attention to it? Or can... Uh, you know, Susan down the hall or my spouse or one of the kids do one of these things. But beyond, you know, so beyond the time sensitive things, when, once those are kind of gotten, uh, getting the attention that they need, look at the other things on your list that something could be done about them quickly that would help start to build that momentum and and reestablish for you that sense of, all right, this is under control. It's okay. I'm going to be okay. And what that looks like may be different. Maybe, for instance, maybe if part of the stress and what's gotten out of control is at home, there's just clutter and stuff all over the place and the place is a mess. Okay. Well, one thing you can do to deal with that very quickly is to grab a box or a laundry basket and just quickly go through the main living areas of the house or the most offensive spaces, depending on what that is in your home. Grab everything very quickly. Don't spend a lot of time trying to think about this. Just quickly grab everything that's not where it belongs and toss it into your box or basket and then put it aside to be sorted later. Now, if you have time, maybe pull out any trash that's there and throw it away. But I'm, you know, the point when you're doing this quick reset is not to, you know, Completely, you know, do spring cleaning, but to clear away the clutter if that's been a problem for you. Put that box away for, for now. Make a note on your list or your calendar of when you're going to go back to that box and put things where they belong or give it to a kid to put away uh, right now. But what you've done is by clearing out that clutter and, and leaving it s- at least some parts of the house clear and open. You lighten some of that metal mental load that is making you feel so anxious. And again, get others in the household involved if you can. Um, get a kid or two washing the dishes. Somebody else to gather and take out the trash. You know that sort of thing. Get other people involved. We—I uh, know I've already said this, but it bears repeating. We—we we put too much pressure on ourselves. Uh, thinking that if it's going to get done right, I'm going to have to do it. And we need to maybe learn to let some of that go. Similarly, if it's work stuff that's got you overwhelmed, well, now that you've created that comprehensive list of what needs to be done, you can evaluate next steps kind of pretty calmly. Do I need to make a phone call? Can I cross that off the list by calling this person right now? Do I uh, have an issue that needs to be discussed with a client, a boss, or a colleague? Can I schedule that meeting right now? Uh, Can I quickly identify whether there's something on this list that's more urgent than others and at least get a plan in place for when and how it's going to get done? The point is to do something quickly to start gaining momentum in getting things back in order. This simple step of getting all the stuff or steps, I guess, of getting all the stuff out of your head and onto paper and then taking action on one or two things, those steps are often all it takes to get rid of that feeling of failure, of overwhelm, of, uh, you know, loss of control And to reestablish a a sense of calm confidence that you are back on track to getting things under control. It is a process though, and things don't get back to normal, whatever normal means anymore, uh, immediately. And that's okay. The point is that you've got a plan in place and you've restarted, you've reset your routines and your processes, and hopefully you're feeling much better and stronger and, and more in control of what's going on. Um, but I would love to know what you think. What do you do to reset your productivity and your mindset when things get out of control for whatever reason? I would love to hear your suggestions, how you manage this sort of thing. You can share your ideas in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com. Three eight seven, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. As a reminder, if you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that is always a great place to have these conversations, to share encouragement for the others there, to ask for help. What's so great about that community, it's just a Facebook group, but there are women there from all over the world who are so supportive and so quick to jump in and offer encouragement or ideas or suggestions if you've got a question or something that's that you're struggling with, you will find a community there that I think you will um, benefit from. So if you're a woman who listens to this podcast and you're not a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, please come and join us. There's a link in the show notes that will take you there where you can click where you can just look for the productive woman community, um, you know, on Facebook uh, and click the join button. There are two or three questions there that I ask you to answer, and it's especially important that you do that, that you answer those questions. If your Facebook profile is private, set to private, so I can't see who you are and confirm that you really are, uh, you know, a woman who, who listens who's interested in this sort of thing. Unfortunately, as you probably know, there are people who, I guess, entertain themselves by posting, uh, creating fake profiles and infiltrating groups or posting goofy things on other people's profiles. So uh, please answer the questions. I'm not trying to... They're not intrusive. They're not invading your privacy. I just want to know that those people who join this community... Are there because they want to be a part of a community that offers mutual encouragement, support, and ideas, and that. Uh, And I'd love to have you there if you are one of those people. Uh, As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And as I admitted earlier, I am way behind on emails, but it doesn't mean I don't care. Uh, I do have a plan in place to get back to uh, the people who have emailed me in in recent weeks. And uh, I I want you to know how much I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, I will be in touch. Uh, I think that's it. A reminder that whether career-related or just for the fun of learning something new... If one of your goals this year is to advance your education and or your career, you can visit ce.uci.edu slash learnnow to see how University of California at Irvine's Division of Continuing Education can support your goals. That's ce.uci.edu slash learnnow and you know, if you're driving or jogging or something on the treadmill or washing dishes and listening to this, you don't have to memorize that URL. There will be a link in the show notes that you can click on to go learn more about the, this sponsor. And thank you so much to UCI for supporting the Productive Woman podcast. And that is it, my friends, for this episode of the Productive Woman. Thank you so much, s- truly, for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and please extend grace to yourself and go make your life matter.